Hello, my little ghouls and goblins. You know what time it is. Welcome to our haunted story hour. Psychic stories to tell in the dark. I'm your host, Psychic Readings by Brandy. We're bringing you real stories from real psychics. Are you ready? <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Episode eight. Hi, I'm Deb. I'm a Claire audience tarot card reader, and Reiki master practitioner, this is my psychic story to tell in the dark. Last summer, a friend of mine invited me to her house to take a tour of it. Um, It was empty at the time, and she wanted me to see the place because it really is a beautiful piece of architecture and a lovely home. So we went into the house and we started walking around. We started upstairs on the third floor. And as we were walking around on the third floor, we entered a certain room. And as soon as I entered the room, I could feel some sort of energy in there. And my friend asked me, she said, do you, do you feel anything strange in here or off in here? And I said, oh yeah, absolutely. I said, it's not off. I said, it's, there's someone up here. And then I started to describe who it was, who she was. Um, I never got a name, but what I heard is that she was a young girl from Ireland, 16 or 17 years old. And she had come to this country to work as a maid in this house because she needed to um, help her family out financially. And the whole time that I was, you know, feeling her energy and she was telling me these things, I just kept feeling this sense of sadness. And she just kept saying, you know, I'm so sad. I want to go home. I miss my family. And I could just really feel her emotion in that moment. And, you know, it was, it was very overwhelming um, and a little disconcerting and a little bit scary because I've never had an experience like this in my entire life. I just continued to describe what I was sensing. Um, I started to describe what she had been wearing, Um, you know, black dress, black stockings, black shoes, white apron, white cap on her head. Um, You know, I said, she's a little bit chubby, these pink rosy cheeks. And, you know, I mean, it was so vivid. It was more vivid than anything I had ever experienced in my life. Um, So, you know, I was kind of confused at the, I was like, I have no idea where that came from. That was, you know, I just have no idea what, what happened just now. (laughs) So we talked about it a little bit more. And I said, I don't sense that she's angry or, you know, or anything like that. I said, she's just sad. She just, she wanted to go home. She was unhappy where she was and she just wanted to go home. So not really knowing what to do at that point, we left and, you know, we left the third floor and continued the tour of the house. And as we walked through the house, there's a big kind of wide sweeping staircase that led down to the, to the lower floor. 
when we got to the bottom of the steps, it leads into the foyer and the front door was on one side and there was a huge fireplace on the opposite side. And we came down the stairs and we started to walk into the main section of the house and we had to walk past this fireplace and on the laying on the floor in front of the fireplace was this old beat up little broom. And as soon as I saw it, my friend and I stopped and she was like, that's really weird. I don't know. Why would this be here? And I said, I don't know why it's here, but you need to keep it. I said, I don't know what it is about this, but you need to hold on to it. I said, because I think if the new, when the new people move in, they're going to take it and they're going to throw it away. And the, the house doesn't want that. I said, you need to keep it. It's, you know, I said, with that being said, make sure you put it outside, cleanse it with sage, and then put it back in, in your house, on your side of the house. I said, but don't, it can't be thrown away. It has to stay here. So she said, okay. And we decided we would come back for it after we were done walking around the rest of the house. And we went on and walked, you know, through the living room area, through the kitchen area, and then into the dining room. And there was furniture in the dining room. There was a table and, you know, a buffet and, you know, like, I guess what you would call a credenza in front of the windows. Um, and the house is just absolutely stunning. It's an older home. Um, I'm not sure exactly when it was built, but the that area in particular has a lot of Revolutionary War history. So the house is definitely from that era, um, you know, and everything in the house is original. The wood floors, um, the wainscoting on the ceilings, the, you know, the medallions, the, the cabinets, it's just, it's a stunning home. It's really, really beautiful. And, you know, it was such a pleasure to walk through this house and get to see, you know, just all the beautiful architecture and the woodwork and everything, because it really was truly just stunning. In the dining room area, there was this little kind of bowed out area with these full length windows from floor to ceiling. And it was just so lovely. You know, you could just picture people having dinner parties in that dining room and how beautiful it must've looked by candlelight and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. It was just, it's just a gorgeous room. So as we were looking around the room and we were talking, my friend mentioned the fact that the curtains on the windows had been changed. And she said, oh, it's such a shame that they, the former tenants put up different curtains because they had the most beautiful lace curtains on these windows. They were just so pretty and it really enhanced the room. And right after she said that, I was standing in front of, we were standing in front of the buffet that was positioned in front of these windows. And just as she got finished, saying how beautiful these lace curtains were, the door on the buffet opened and very, very gently hit me on the leg. So I looked down and I took a couple of steps back and I leaned down a little bit and I looked into the cabinet and I looked at my friend and I said, there's your curtains. They're right here. They're in the cabinet. And she she just said to me, she's like, you've got to be kidding me. I said, no. I said, here they are. They're right here. And she bent down and she looked. And then she looked at me and she said, did you open that cabinet? And I said, no. 
it wasn't me. <laughs> so after spending the afternoon and most of the evening with my friend, um, you know, I went home and over the next two or three weeks, I noticed that one of the battery operated flameless candles in my home kept lighting up at the most, you know, inopportune and strangest moments in the middle of the day, during the night, in the morning, I would wake up and I would find it lit. Um, and I wasn't, it wasn't me, I wasn't touching it. And it finally dawned on me that some of the energy or some whatever was in that house decided it liked me and came home with me. So about a week or two later, I was speaking with my friend again, and she mentioned how she had taken the broom that we had found in the foyer of the house, and she had put it outside and let it get some sunshine and fresh air, and she had properly cleansed it and everything and, you know, hung it up in her home. And I mentioned to her that I thought that some of the energy that we had encountered while I was in the house with her had come home with me. I told her the story of the candle in my home flickering on and off. And she, she kind of apologized and I told her, no, it's okay. You know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's anything you did or I did or, or anything. I think this, whatever this is just decided that it needed a change of scenery. I said, so it came home with me. So finally one night after a couple of weeks of this candle flickering on and off for no reason, it came on one night and I just looked at the candle and I said, you know, you don't have to stay here if you don't want to. You can go wherever you want. You can go back to the home where you came from, or you can just move on. Um, you don't have to stay here if you don't want to. And then I fiddled with the candle a little bit, and it shut itself off. And after that, it never lit up. After that night, I never saw it light up on its own again. That's my story. Well, there you have it, my little ghouls and goblins. This has been another episode of Psychic Stories to Tell in the Dark. I'm your host, Psychic Readings by Brandy, and I look forward to bringing you more scary stories. Please subscribe, rate, and share to support this show. And remember three things. Honor your ancestors. Respect the dead. Always practice paranormal ethics. Join me next time. If you dare. <laughs>